0: I'm Sheldon Brown, this is the Bike Show on the Resonance 104.4 FM Uh, you are listening to The Bike Show on Resonance 104.4 FM. My name's Jack Thurston, and this week's show we have a spectacular collection of guests in the studio for our Christmas Books special. We're talking about cycling and literature and writing, and um, no better qualified trio sit before me. Graham Fife, um, author of, well, books on many things, including the French Revolution, but also several excellent books on cycling welcome to the show. Thank you. Guy Andrews, who is editor of Ruler magazine, the best place to get a quarterly fix of superb cycling photography in a kind of homage to the glory days of road racing and the spirit of road racing, and some pretty decent writing as well. Welcome to the show, Guy. Good evening, Jack. (laughs) And last but not least, George Theohari, who is the author of The Cyclist Companion, a... uh, a, a new book out this year, which is a kind of um, I don't know everything you could possibly know about cycling. Miscellany, I guess, is the uh, is the word. Welcome to the show, George. Thank
1: you. Good to be here.
0: So, what makes a
2: great cycling book, Graham? And apart from yours, <laughs> well, thanks, Jack. Um, well, I think I think it starts with passion. Passion for the bike. I mean, there are there are bike books written by people who don't ride bikes, no names, no pack drill. Uh, and it shows, I think that, uh, you know, the, um, from, from one end, the, the, the fiction you're going to talk about, Tim Crabbe, I know I've ridden with Tim and he's, he's as passionate about the bikes, I think as, as I am, as we all are, as we sit at this table, I guess. And, you know, one could go into, to the airy, fairy stuff about rhythm and, and all the rest of it. But there is something that, that comes out, the, the joy, the freedom, the independence of spirit. Um, and it, if you can put that into to, to the to the prose, then it it sings, it hums, um, as does a good ride. I think. And Guy,
0: when you're commissioning for Ruler, what are you looking for?
2: Oh, what am I looking
3: for? Um, well, you said earlier that we sort of concentrate mainly on photography, and although yes, we do, we always look for really, really good, strong pictures, and we have some fantastic photographers who work with us. Um, but writing-wise, um, it's, it's a lot harder. Um, I mean, I'm very lucky in that we have sort of half a dozen very strong writers, Graeme included, who write for Ruler regularly. Um, and again, as Graeme's just pointed out, the passion is the main thing that we look for. Um, but also communicating what it feels like to, to, to ride a bike, um, not just at the highest level, but also what it feels like to suffer on a mountain. Um, not many people n- can communicate that well. Uh, Graham can, and there's a, a few other guys to say who write for us who who can
0: get that across, and that's what's most important. I, I mean, you've got an issue coming up soon. Yes, we have. Yeah. What's in that?
3: Uh, we have an interview with uh, that Matt Seaton has done with uh, Sean Yates, um, who was one of the reasons why we called the magazine Rouleur. He's sort of one of the unsung heroes of the professional peloton. Um, a really nice guy, um, really down-to-earth sort of sort of fella. And uh, Matt's done a wonderful job um, of getting across his life and times. Uh, we also have uh, a piece that uh, Richard Moore, um, an author we'll probably talk about a bit later, um, wrote about uh, the Stelvio, um, one of the famous climbs uh, in Italian Dolomites and sorry, in the Italian Alps. Um, and that's wonderful. Uh, we, we also have. Um, some quirky stuff as well we have something about handlebar tape which you know is uh, passionate to some people <laughs> a passion of some people should i say uh graham's uh, written a piece on six day racing which is our main feature uh, which features some really wonderful photography from camille mcmillan which um hopefully everybody will love um it's wonderful stuff
0: Graham, so when's the issue out the issue's out next week next week yeah, right okay press. yeah and and George your your book was out a couple of months ago now
1: yeah maybe less than
0: less than less than and it's kind of i mean what 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 is it exactly it's it's just so much research so much little bits and bobs what was what was the idea when you thought about uh, writing this cyclist companion
1: well the idea really was to um it's uh, it's a compendium of just about everything it's um Uh, in in basic terms it's the kind of book that most people recognise as a book you read on the toilet because there are dozens and dozens of sections on every uh, sort of variety of of topics related to cycling Um, mostly quite useless information but hopefully quite interesting nevertheless that you can dip in and out of at any time but um, really when I was compiling the stuff that's in it I was just looking for um, uh, as much um, as I could in in the sort of the social side, um, the history side, and the sort of art and culture side of cycling, and really where it's where it's touched um, people who maybe aren't necessarily um, in the sort of aren't a cycling hardcore, if 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 you know what I mean, you know where. It's, yeah, it's where kind it's of
0: cycling curiosity. in it a It is, it is indeed. Yes, the, the the, the um, symphony for singing bicycles gets a mention. Thank you very I'm much glad for that. You picked up Al- on, that although although it. you didn't quite get the um, the. the the way it works, right? What it was, what happened? <laughs> Good. I'm paying the, off old scores now. <laughs> Good. Yeah. 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 Let's get. Let's
1: get been, is this why I'm on? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's go, let's go. I'm gonna, go. set, gonna
0: set the record straight. No. Um. The 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 tone created, um, is not a tone. It's not the amplified sound of a bicycle. It's a tone generated by a voltage from the dynamo, which then reverberates oh, in a tube. So there's no amplification yeah, of anything going on, on.
1: Picking up sounds of the action. You're not picking mechanism. up a sound but of the mechanism. Of you're the you're creating
0: a tone. Uh, by putting a current
2: into a loudspeaker.
1: Well, I stand corrected. and, and, and addition, uh, then, addition two, two I hope will we'll, uh,
0: we'll, will we'll make, make this. But, you, but
2: what you say, George, about tuning the bike? You know, getting your bike tuned um, is 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 actually right. I have a friend who who is a brilliant wheel builder, and and he actually will straighten a um, a wheel by pinging the stokes, spokes. I mean, he's a sound engineer, but but he, he, his his ear will then make both sides sing the same tune, if you like.
1: I I, I I love the idea of exactly that 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 sort of that there's something musical about a bike. Mm. Obviously, mm. I think and you, you um, I think I referred to the idea of rhythm earlier on. or mm. One of you did when you're on a bike, but but there's, so that's obviously an obvious sort of musical element. But there's a bit more to it as well. Mm. Sometimes mm. just the sounds of things in your ears as you're whizzing <coughs> whizzing down a, a hill on a on a windy day.
0: Mm. So there's, there's there's quite a few mentions of. Um, a literary cyclists—you've got uh, sort of top ten wordsmiths who were uh, yeah. known to have a love of the cy- of cycling, featuring H.G. Wells, mm-hmm. George Bernard Shaw, Arthur Conan Doyle, Ernest Hemingway, and uh, Nabokov, which I didn't know about.
1: Yeah, there's—I um, wish I hadn't picked up on him because he's the one I know least about. But uh, in that list, but um, in uh, in one of his novels, he which the name of which it escapes me right now I'm sorry I'm sorry for you and the listeners he does he does uh, go on quite a lot about cycling um, like many of those writers some of them have written books with individual books that feature heavily that feature cycling heavily some of just sort of they're a bit scattered through their writings, bits and pieces of journalistic work Hemingway's one of them um, but also they all were out and about on a bike quite a lot and um, often talk about how or you often get writers such as those talking about how much inspiration they get while they're on the bike not necessarily concentrating on on what they're working on but just being on a bike sort of somehow freeze there yeah we've, we've covered to, this to in some
0: detail or attempted to cover it in some detail on the show we had a show of about well maybe a year and a half ago now where we uh, featured a psychologist who um, explained how brain waves change when people get on their bikes I mean it applies also to swimming or walking or any kind of Sort of very, fairly low-level repetitive exercise frees the mind up from the beta states, which is the kind of multitasking state. So you can hit these alpha states where you uh, get insights into the um, the nature of the world. I guess there are people who write about cycling, and then there are people who just feature some bike-related incidents in their work. Um, let's turn to um, one or two specific pieces, Graham. Uh, you, you've uh, brought along the third policeman. Yes, yes.
2: I was just going to say, uh, well, third policeman by Flann O'Brien, the Irish writer, wonderfully funny man. Um, and a, an Irish actor met was was acting in a repertory company and, and met Samuel Beckett and thought, well, they were going to be talking about books, plays, whatever. And, in fact, Beckett wanted to talk about nothing but six-day racing at the Veldiv. Well, the third policeman is about this crazy... Well, oh, it's a crazy setup. Surreal. I'd recommend anybody to read. It's very funny. And the sergeant is the third policeman. The, um, a, a man goes in to the station. The sergeant gave me a keen look which felt almost hot from being previously on the fire. The first beginnings of wisdom, he said, is to ask questions but never to answer any. You get wisdom from asking and I from not answering. Would you believe that there is a great increase in crime in this locality? Last year we had 69 cases of no lights and four stolen. This year we have 82 cases of no lights, 13 cases of riding on the footpath. "'and four stolen. "'There was one case of wanton damage to a three-speed gear. "'There is sure to be a claim at the next court "'and the area of charge will be the parish. "'Before the year is out, there is certain to be a pump stolen. a "'Very depraved and despicable manifestation of criminality "'and a blot on the county. "'I thought it would be better to try to change the conversation from bicycles.' I came here to inform you officially about the theft of my American gold watch. He looked at me through an atmosphere of great surprise and incredulity and raised his eyebrows almost to his hair. That is an astonishing statement, he said at last. Why? Why should anyone steal a watch when they can steal a bicycle? Search me, I said. "'Who ever heard of a man riding a watch down the road, "'or bringing a sack of turf up to his house on the crossbar of a watch? "'I did not say the thief wanted my watch to ride it,' I expostulated, likely he likely had a bicycle of his own, "'and that is how he got away quietly in the middle of the night. "'Never in my puff did I hear of any man stealing anything but a bicycle "'when he was in his sane senses,' said the sergeant, "'except pumps, clips and lamps and the like of that. "'Surely you are not going to tell me at my time of life "'that the world is changing?' I'm only saying that my watch was stolen, I said crossly. Very well, the sergeant said with finality, we will have to institute a search.
0: Thanks very much, Graham. The terrific evocation of a terrific book. (laughs) I also have an American gold watch, by the way. (laughs) And um, George, I mean, slightly tragic, but you're going to have a reaction to that. Because oh, you had bicycles yeah. stolen just oh, last sorry. night.
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 that's right. Well, overnight, both, um, both my bikes were taken in a, in a shed raid. So uh, I've, I've travelled here tonight on the Tube, one of the, one of the sort of um, general throng again, which, which I find quite depressing, <laughs> actually. Um, I feel a bit um, like my wings have been clipped um yeah so depressing the the, the 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 benefit of course of getting a, a bicycle stolen is is a that hopefully you get even more secure next time you find you know a few more extra padlocks to throw on it if you live on live in london um and also um that now I can start looking for a new bike and hopefully it is it is Chris, it
0: is christmas it's, 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 so you know if
1: anyone 's listening they they could they know what they can put their, their money towards um,
0: and and so if you brought um uh, a, a favoured passage along with you.
1: I've, yeah, I've brought a couple. Um, one of them was going to be from the, the Flann O'Brien book that, that Graham was just reading from. It was a, it was much lower in tone, so I'm 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 glad that Graham read his and oh. with a good accent too. <laughs> but um, uh, uh, I'd quite like to read um, one from um, Jerome K. Jerome. Um, which i actually have an excerpt of in the in the cyclist companion um in three men on the Bummel, which was sort of a cycling follow-up to his three men in a boat he characterizes brilliantly the inveterate tinkerer um the chap who's always happy to or, or too eager to lend a hand um uh, this is a bit like me, actually. I, I think I can fix bikes, uh, mine and other, other people's, and I'm, I'm always looking for an opportunity to try out my tools. Unfortunately, they usually end up in much worse a state than they started. <clears throat> so um, he, he writes, uh, The sight of a broken-down machine is to the overhauler as a wayside corpse to a crow. He swoops down upon it with a friendly yell of triumph. At first I used to try politeness. I would say... It is nothing, don't you trouble? You ride on and enjoy yourself. I beg it of you as a favour, please go away. Experience has taught me, however, that courtesy is of no use in such an extremity. Now I say, you go away and leave the thing alone, or I will knock your head off. And if you look determined and have a good stout cudgel in your hand, you can generally drive him off. So there's good advice for anyone that offers to fix your bike.
0: I'm not sure to what extent Three Men on the Bummel was a worthy successor to... uh uh, three Men in a Boat, it did seem to be cashing in a bit, don't you reckon? It
1: was a big cashing, and, and I think
0: about a decade later. So, um, well, time moved less uh, fast in the suppose, uh, 19th century. I
1: suppose so. Critic Critics and he were, was were the mixed. And he
0: was the great idler, so you can't expect him to turn out more than one book a decade, <laughs> fair, can you? Fair enough. Unlike Graham over yeah. here. <laughs>
1: now, no,
0: no. no, that's, that, that, that's, that's terrific. Gra- Graham... Tell us a bit about your um, cycling memoir. Those listeners to the show who were tuning in over the summer will have would have heard us um, on a, on a little jaunt over the uh, Kentish Downland um, or Weald around where yes, you are, yes. um, not the Downland, North Downs, no. Uh, yeah. Well, we yes, we made our way into the Kentish Hills towards yeah. the Weald. Yes, talking a bit about it, but uh, but now you're in the studio, um, we 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 can uh, we can we can focus on a little bit more of it. What? What was the idea between of a, of a of a memoir of a life in cycling or an account of a life in cycling?
2: Well, the short answer is I needed the money, of course. But um, it's called the beautiful machine, and it is for me the beautiful machine. I mean, we we know the the, the phrase. And um, I had been writing quite a lot of um, historical stuff, so I needed to do research. Also, a big book about the Pyrenees, and and it was a very liberating book to write. It was about my early life, which wasn't particularly happy and the, but the bike represented for me then as it still does the, the chance to escape to get away um but to be on one's own riding free enjoying uh, countryside sites whatever even the uh, the madness of cycling through town you know sometimes has a kind of free frisson it. and so that all came into writing about myself um it's an unlikely pleasure actually um, but it it did mean that i could f- for the first time for a long time cut loose and write from my heart and my head um, and you know the 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 parallels as we discussed you know just riding around the lanes near near me 5 minutes on my bike and i'm in country lanes was was exact you know that it was a life in and around cycling, the joy of cycling, and also the, the the crap it hands out. You know, the times you're clamped to this machine while miles from anywhere, wet, cold, hungry, and thinking, ugh, I don't like this at all." Um, but that's good. That's not a bad analogy. It's not a bad analogy. I mean, one of the, in the course of the course of it. Um, um, I, I, I quote Alan Bennett, you know, because I had to 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 interview him for a, for a, a program, and I said, well, it was quite hard words. So I said, don't don't you find that if you get stuck on a piece of work, you know, if you go get on the bike, you know, you free up, whatever, and something bubbles up. It happened to me the other day. I said, and he looked at me, and he said, hmm, no, I'm afraid nothing ever bubbles up. It's more or less a constant grind. And I and I thought, well, you know, that's a pity because I think all of us here in the in the studio um, have similar f- feelings about the bike what it does for him
0: does that work for you <clears throat> guy when you're when you're it? when you're stuck <laughs> on a bit of layout he- heading out and it's bubbling up
3: uh yeah i think because you yeah, I mean, of
0: the group of us sat around um in the studio here i, I think you're probably the most accomplished um kind of speed road <laughs> racing rider i mean i i, I- I've not ever ridden, well, I have ridden competitively, but that was in triathlon, and triathlons are, in are of their nature, absurd. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't quite count. I think, uh, I think the strange thing is what you touched on earlier about sort of uh, clearing
3: your head and, um, you know, stacking your thoughts. And after a long, hard day, there's nothing better than, you know, going racing. I mean, I, 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 there's nothing better than that. Tuesday nights at Crystal Palace or down at Hearn Hill. You know, an hour or two of racing after a hard day at work—you can't beat it. It really does clear the mind and and focus you for the next day. I mean, it's exhausting, but it's it's it, it's it is one of those things where you concentrate on nothing but the bike and nothing but the race, and that is something that really does take you well away from your work. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's it's possible to bring a little bit of uh, the thrill of. Uh, for those of us who are interested in cycle racing from an amateur perspective, you can bring a little bit of the thrill of that into a day-to-day uh, riding around town, as is recounted in this passage that I'm going to read from Tim Crabbe's um, excellent book, The Rider, um, in its English translation, um, uh, published uh, only first time in, in 2002, um, even though it was actually published uh, in Dutch originally in in the 1970s but uh, I think it's still in print Um, and uh, this is is a passage that appeals to me um, especially My Sporting Career 1957 The rider is ready Every fibre of his body is tensed The interests at stake here are enormous He knows the opposition is strong and varied but he's not afraid In his mind all is absolute silence Tension certainty. Then the traffic light turns green. Two, three strokes and the rider is spurting full out. There he goes, the first to shoot across the tramline, earning him the usual 100,000 Gilda premium. Of all his rivals, a Volkswagen poses the greatest threat, but the rider squeezes out every last drop and succeeds in throwing himself over the front of the crosswalk first and then over the back of the crosswalk, as first past a traffic post and first past a garbage can, four more fat prizes of 100,000 guilders each. Then the Volkswagen passes him. But he's still first among the two-wheelers. He passes the back and then the front bumpers of two parked cars, the two curbs of a side street and an advertising kiosk before a scooter catches up with him. By then, however, that's earned him another seven times 1,000 guilders. The rider is about to cut in and coast when he sees up ahead a woman on a bicycle with a child on the back. 200,000 guilders if he passes her before she gets to that pole. 200,000! Even though he's nowhere near having recovered from the sprint, the rider jumps again with all his might. No way he can ever beat this woman, but the rider has surprised the sporting world before and this time he gives it every millibillimeter he's got. In a desperate attempt, he pitches forward. The woman sticks out her hand and turns down a side street. The rider rolls out, slowly catches his breath, cruises up to the next traffic light. He stands and eyes his opponents. The BMW motorcycle seems fairly invincible. A million if he beats it to the crosswalk, anyway. <laughs> I think that's about as far as um, I get in terms of uh, in terms of racing when I when I'm on my bicycle. <laughs> Graham, you, you're going to treat us to, uh, to uh, a passage from your book.
2: It's. Um... A scene from a play that I wrote called Jam, which is about traffic jams and cars, and it's um, the bike versus the car. She is the bike, and he, uh, the actor, is in an office swivel chair. And it's at the end of a speech um, that she's talking about, a bike is not only efficient and cheap, it uses up the same fuel as a spare tire. It's clean. It doesn't emit emissions, apart from a bead of sweat. And it's jolly healthy exercise, apart from the emissions everyone else emits. Safe, apart from the intermittent maimings. We were, I do believe, a happier nation when everybody duriga wore hats and most of the population pedalled their way. He arrives. Bloody velocipes get everywhere like grit and oil, wobbling about all over the place, stick their hand out, expect the car behind to screech to out while they pirouette on the white line. Oi! Get out of it! What do you think you're playing at? You nearly knocked me off. Well, I didn't then. What's your problem? You, what's yours? You're in a van. You're in the way. I've got as much right to be on the road as you. Take it then. How can I if you're running me over? Who's running you over? You. Have you been run over? You bloody nearly did. So I bloody nearly didn't. It makes no difference. Not to me it doesn't. What? You were driving like a maniac. I've got a dust cart up my arse, a boss on my back, and you are getting up my nose. We are all road users. No, I am a road user. You are litter. The Highway Code makes provisions for push bikes the same as motors. Does it also make provision for Zimmer frames? I'll tell you what, the old world would be a lot safer if it wasn't for push bikes. Who for?
0: Thanks, Graham, who's turned a shade of puce with that uh, um, um, passage from. What the beautiful like machine a fantastic, um, a f- fantastic work, a play. A play, yes, is yes. Is then yes. featured in the beautiful machine, which is available in hardback and soft yet. Not yet, not next yet spring. soft. Okay, well, well, you know, s- splash out on the hardback because it is Christmas, and um, and the, and the, the cyclist companion is also. Um a nice kind of pocket sized hardback um published by think Books with A afford by John Snow, who um, threatens to come on the show, but it's very hard to pin down. Maybe you can uh, make an introduction.
1: Oh. I'll have i will have words, have words yeah. the, the, Well,
0: I mean, I think it's your CTC connections it probably was, it was swung that one. Very
1: very much so. I'd like to pretend it was me. I wish you hadn't mentioned the CTC, but quite clearly that's how they got him to do it. Well, what's yeah. wrong
0: with mentioning the CTC? Oh, no,
1: oh, no, no just, just, just that it plays down my role in, uh, <laughs> in getting Jon Snow on board in the book.
0: But, yeah. So the CTC obviously exists to counteract the kind of um, attitudes that Graham was just uh, uh, re- recounting in mm-hmm. his reading. So how's the book gone down, George? Uh,
1: I think quite well. Um, I, I, I'm not. It has. I think it's only been out maybe three or four weeks. So um, it seems, according to the, the publisher, uh, I think is an imprint of Macmillan, and uh, seems to be doing quite well. Um, I think it's obviously been put out in time for Christmas, um, and I haven't seen a great deal of press yet. But there was um, some good feedback in the Independent in their cycling column in a roundup of Christmas books. Um, but uh, certainly, people I know have responded quite positively to it. But then they would because you know they know me. <laughs> um, and have you written about cycling before? Uh, no, this is the first uh, the first time I've really touched on the. Subject. So it was a bit of a um, well. It was obviously a baptism, baptism of fire. Um, I've written on just about everything else. I've been a sort of news and uh, current affairs journalist for quite a few years. So, but but cycling's been a long time passion. So it was good to so it's writing good to tra- about something. Transition I care about.
0: the passion into the the, the realm of Ye- paid work.
1: Yeah, probably for the fir- for the first time. Hopefully not not the only time. Not the last time.
0: Uh, well, George, I'm going to ask you to think very quickly, mm-hmm. um, of a question that we mm-hmm. can um, pose to people for a, um, a little competition. The prize is a copy of Graham's um, updated account of the Tour de France, um, which is a splendid book um, and even fi- features one or two photographic images taken by myself on the um, the day that the tour went through um, the Kentish countryside. Um, but before we get to that, um, while... George is thinking up a question. Um, We have another giveaway, which is um, from Resonance FM. This Wednesday, November the 28th, courtesy of Resonance FM, you can see the acclaimed new bicycle-powered, eco-friendly, experimental theatre show by Forkbeard Fantasy called Invisible Bonfires. It sounds like a typical Resonance offering. Um, And it takes place at the Toynbee Studios Whitechapel at 7.30pm. All you have to do is email to info at resonancefm.com. That's info at resonancefm.com with the subject fork beard and your contact details. And we have ten pairs of tickets to give away on a first come, first served basis. So email tonight. This is one particularly for the uh, for the FM listeners rather than the um, the podcasters who'll be getting a, a, a little bit later on. But um, anyway, it's it's on the Wednesday, the twenty eighth of November. Um forkbeard fantasy's production of Invisible Bonfires an acclaimed new bicycle powered eco-friendly experimental theatre show and with that George a question
1: Okay, the question is this Um, since we're talking about cycling in books Bertrand Russell um, in his uh, Portraits from Memory and Other Essays from 1956 writes about a a great collision he had with another very famous writer Um, Tell us who that writer was.
0: So, who did Bertrand Russell collide with?
1: Both on bikes, I should say. Both <laughs> on bikes.
0: Okay. Um, and, um, and send that by email, I think, this time, which is to the bike show. Uh, and the email address is bike show at gmail.com. That's bike show at gmail.com. And I'm not going to let Guy uh, uh, get out of the studio without offering a little something. On, on the eve of Christmas yeah we have uh, we have the ruler photography annual out right now um, and
3: I'm quite happy to give away uh, one copy of that for the right answer to the following question which is how many times did Eddie Merckx win the world championships someone can answer that
0: again to the same
3: email address
0: how many times did Eddie Merckx win the world, the world championship? championship okay and that's a fantastic prize um, it's an amazing book I, I, I would covet that um, very much to whoever wins it.
2: I Just tell time- you the answer, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you are not allowed to take part in this
0: quiz. We're, we're, we're over time. Gentlemen, thanks very much. George Theohari, um, author of The Cyclist Companion. Thank you. Guy Andrews, editor of Ruler magazine, and Graham Fife, author of The Beautiful Machine. Next up on Resonance FM, it is Guitar Man with Will Hodgkinson.